Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hi there, Crystal here. I want to share with you a few potential opportunities before we dive into this week's episode. Leah and I have made it our mission to not only bring you energy updates, interesting guests, and education on here, but we also have a few different ways to connect and work with us outside of the podcast. Now, the first opportunity is completely free, and if you have been struggling with understanding your strategy and authority, I highly recommend picking up our free guide on tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority, and you can get that in our show notes down below to better help you align to your unique guidance system. Next, if you have been struggling with the key terms in human design, if you don't understand how to read your body graph, Lee and I have have come up with graphics and images that provide easy ways to understand the key terms so you can begin to unravel your true self. And that's exactly what this manual is called, your user manual to your true self to help you speak the language of human design in no time. Our next offer is great if you've been loving our program energy updates because we put together a 2022 yearly forecast through the lens of human design, astrology, and tarot. Super, super helpful to have a look back on this year and also what's to come and how we can be supported by the energy of what's ahead. Now, our last offer has a few different options, so listen up. We've been telling you for a long time that we were building a subscription service on the four transformations and the wait is over. The doorway is now open to your true self and you can get for six full months every single one of our variables classes. So all of the colors for determination, every single tone for cognition, and all of the colors for environment view and motivation. All of these classes were put together with source material from Ra Uruhu as well as lived experience from people who actually have these aspects in their design. And for a very low price of $39.99 a month, um, that is well over the value of $600. If you have uh, bought our, all of our bundles, it would be well over that price. And you also get a bonus that is our support group with this subscription service. So you not only get the classes, but you also get a community of people to help you along the way through your deconditioning process that include a community page to post and two group Zoom calls a month. If you're just looking for support, you can also get that um, outside of the doorway, just just the support for only $19.99 a month. And if you want one of our classes on the variables, you're not ready to enter the doorway or our support group, you can put pick up your a la carte class on determination, cognition, or environments down below. View and motivation are an exclusive only for the doorway. Now, if you're looking for one-on-one attention and would like to dive into your human design chart, feel free to connect with me on either Instagram or book a reading on my website, which you can find down below in the show notes. Or if you would like a tarot reading from Leah, you can also connect with her on Instagram and also her website down below. 
We are so excited for everyone to discover their uniqueness, their differentiation, and everything I have mentioned you can find again in the show notes down below. We hope you enjoy this next episode. Hello. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. I'm Crystal. I'm Leah. And we had that intro way better than any other (laughs) intro we've ever had on here. This is probably the first. I think we're getting it. We're we're not getting it, but... (laughs) Come on. That was better than the, the first one, time. Three, the pessimist. The one three profile, by the way, guys. More <laughs> pessimistic out of all. <sighs> we just know the real, we know real life. And I know that because I'm a third line, we're probably going to mess it up next time. <laughs> but it <laughs> was better. Okay. It was better than the very first time. It only took us one try rather than several tries and then giving up. Like the first time we tried. Yeah, to- I would have kept going. You gave up. I would have kept going till the end. The whole the whole episode would have been introducing. <laughs> so if you're new here, welcome. This is our full moon episode. So if you're coming on during the full moon or you found us because of the full moon, thanks for finding us. Nice to meet you. We know that we tend to get, you know, a lot of people searching for stuff during full moon. So we're deaf. I, I wrote a lot. I just want to preface, Leah, get prepared. I wrote a lot. <laughs> based off this full moon this is happening in both liana and my uh south node and scorpio we both have south node scorpio so it's gonna be an interesting ride it's already been an interesting ride i am not yeah very happy right now i want to be completely honest with you guys i'm trying to just be in what it is but not let it consume me if that makes any sense you might have heard on the last episode that um, I was going to have my anniversary for my near-death experience, which happened on Tuesday. And it was a little rocky because I feel like I was meeting this old version of myself in a new light. And it's like allowing almost like the completion of that whole period to come to an end. And I think it's going to be illuminated through this full moon also, because it's like, we're kind of, we're, we're recording this early guys. So you're going to, you're going to get catch this during the full moon, but we are, we're recording this early. So we're not, we have no idea what we're preparing for. Um, I mean, I'm, I'll prepare you guys, but at the end of the day, we, we really don't know what's going to happen, especially right. during the eclipse. That's and there's, there's, there's so many possibilities. Mm-hmm. And also the gate of shock is coming for me. So <laughs> I have the 25 and the 51 is my bridge gate. I have two bridge gates, the 51 and then the 57. So um, yeah, it might be an interesting experience. I'm also hosting a full moon ceremony that I decided to do it again, which the last <laughs> one was great. I really enjoyed it. So I'm like, you know what? Let's mm-hmm. do it again. So we're doing it again. So I'll have done it at this point and I'll, I'll share a bunch of stuff on my Instagram. I know I have not, I was barely visible this last week, but I feel like one, a lot of people kind of jumped off Instagram this last week, especially yeah. the last few weeks it's been dwindling, Yeah. but specifically 
this time period before the full moon and when mercury retrograde started people are like fuck fuck i'm out of this shit i'm out <laughs> yeah so i'm out i've been out i have not been it's active been on there especially in my stories i've actually surprisingly been more active on my actual feed which is rare for me <laughs> and then I, I i switched i'm like nope i'm not gonna yeah. be active in my stories i'm gonna Whatever. be yeah. And like I said, like whatever feels good, like you don't have to show up or do anything to just do whatever you feel feels good. And I feel like I've been having just inspirations to share something. And so I did. And the last one, I don't know. I always think no one's going to want to hear the story of my near death experience, even though it's crazy. It's Mm -hmm. maybe I should share since we're in the gate of shock right now or in the full, we're actually in the full, we're in the 2551 right now. Like as people are listening to this, mm-hmm. um, not right now as we're recording it, but it is a bit of a shocking story. I don't know how, how did you feel the first time you heard it? I know you've heard it a f- yeah, quite a few no, times at this point. It definitely was very shocking. It was like, holy cow. I, it's like my bridge gate came to meet me that day. Cause yeah. the 25 is like, it was like, you are going to be one of the 25 is in the G center, right? So even love is a direction. So it's like, it was coming back to this love that I had forgotten. I feel like the 25 is so wrapped in this, this like innocence and this acceptance. And it was that I was going, and that's what I feel like I, I came to the realization of on Tuesday, um, when it, on my anniversary day of this is that I, I have to have an acceptance of completion of this process and that even though it did like shatter me, it didn't like, I'm still alive. Like when Kanye raps, like what, what that doesn't kill me just makes me stronger, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I forget the words. Okay. Um, <laughs> and yes, I, I, I'm, uh, you know, I also sing in the shower. Um, that's where you can find me next (laughs) (laughs) if you enjoyed that that little ditty that you're probably like don't ever do that again um (laughs) yeah I I literally like my breath like right now with mercury retrograde I words are not I mean words are never really a part of my vocabulary like I I just you know open head open throat like I'm totally open up here so words just kind of like scatter It's like they go in all these directions and I'm like, I don't know what I just said to you. I just fumbled over my words, but, um, anyways, should I, should I share a nutshell version of the story for anyone that has not heard it? Should sure. I share? Yeah. Would you like to hear it for the 250 million time? <laughs> <laughs> you could share it. Yeah. Just, and then share maybe what you're, what you're taking away from it. If you feel like that. Okay. Well, let's see what comes up. I mean, I've had a lot of real, I feel like with the, cause the 4323 was hitting the, in the sun and the earth and hitting the nodes this last week mm-hmm. that it really like sparked people's, I, I don't know if you felt this way, cause that you actually have it. So it's a little different when you have it. Cause it's such, it's already a part of you. You're already yeah. doing it on a regular basis. I do believe that when these gates and channels do come into the transits that there is like a emphasis or focus, focus or almost like the background frequency of these 
channels that you have, like if you actually have them defined in you, but they're happening in the trans, it's almost like they get turned on or it becomes like a theme for you that week that you don't even realize if you're not aware of it. Yeah. Then it's, it's like a, it, it just becomes this background noise. But I've found when I've paid attention to my gates and channels, when they come in to transit, I'm like, oh, actually there was a pattern or a theme of some sort that played out with that specific gate or channel. So that's why I encourage people to like, just observe throughout the week. If you know the energy of the week, whether you know it through what we're talking about here, or you go and look them up, if you want to go to geneticmatrix.com, if you go to their homepage, you can see the transit for happening right now, like right now. Um, I also like to use the human design app. I like their little slidey thing with their transits so that I can just like slide through the day. I'm like, what's happening today? Just slide through. So there's, there's a lot of options on my, I'm Jovian. You can go to Jovian if you want. I don't usually go there. I I like primarily to go to genetic matrix just because it has all my stuff in there. Um, but I think when you start watching the transits and you see how they play out throughout the week, even if you don't fully understand what they mean, you'll, you'll see a pattern. There's a pattern unfolding through them. So And like, if you can almost jump onto them, I'd say, try to jump on like mid end week. I know that you're like, what are you talking about? We'll do a whole thing. Just wait. And also support group. We're going to be doing a whole thing on, on this for them. So I think that'll be fun for one week. We do our weekly contemplation questions. So just observe, especially through this week with the full moon, a lot's going to be coming up for you. So here's my nutshell version of the story. I know Leah's like, okay, you said you were going to say it like five times now and I'm still waiting for <laughs> I knew that you were story. Getting there. Here you we were go. There. Okay. <laughs> so on May 10th, 2010, um, I had a client. I, I just to preface, I was a hair and makeup artist for 14 years. So in 2010, I had a salon suite and I had just gotten a bike because here's, here's an extra part of the story that maybe people have heard or haven't heard. I don't always share this part. I was originally going to be moving to New York around this time because I wanted to go to what I thought was my ultimate kitchen, New York city with another kitchens person. And so I had, what I had done was I had an apartment. And so my brother had been living at my mom's house. So he took over my lease and I went to stay with my mom so I could save all of the money, all the monies so that I could move to New York. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to like get rid of everything. So I got rid of my gym membership and I'm like, I'm going to buy a bike. I'm just going to ride my bike and that's going to be my exercise. I'll do some workouts at home and that'll, and then, you know, and then in a few months after I've saved up all my monies, I'm going to move to New York. So that did not happen at all. That did not happen. Even there was just completely shattered on May 10th, 2010. I, uh, had just gotten this bike the day before. And I was like, I had a client that convinced me and I knew as she was asking me to say the, my sacral, I remember, like, I can remember back to this moment. Cause it was such a, you know, profound moment in my life. Like I remember it, like it was yesterday almost, but also like, it was like a lifetime ago at the same time. And so she's like, you do my hair better than my new Jersey guy. I'm like, She's like trying to like, you know, butter up my defined heart. And she's like, will you come in? I know Monday you don't work, but will you come in on my day off 
and on your day off and, and doing my hair. And I was like, I, 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 I was making sounds. I was even like, Ugh, that doesn't sound, no, I don't really want to do that. But then she talked me into it. And so, cause I'm a people pleaser, or at least I was, I'm less of a people pleaser now, but she's still there. She still lives there inside of me. So at the, when I stepped out my front door to get on this bike, I got a splenic hit and my guides told me don't go. And I just heard it. I remember hearing it. And at that time I was not interested in any of that stuff. I was not. And so I was like, I don't know what the fuck that shit just was, but listen mind. Cause that's like, you know, it sounds like your voice. So I was like, listen, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm getting on this fucking bike. So I got, and I'm also a third line. Don't, I don't care guides. Don't tell me what to do. Okay. I'll do whatever I want. You tell me what to do. Then I'm going to do the opposite. I'm getting on the bike. So I get on the bike halfway there. I also want to preface. I was wearing bright pink. When I talk about, I was wearing bright pink, like bright, like brighter than these hoodies that we're wearing right now, bright neon pink shirt. And then I had this wrap headband that was also bright pink. So I was bright pink from head to toe. Okay. Um, and so it's like, you couldn't miss me even if you tried, but because I'm an open throat, (laughs) this is, it's like, it just confirms things. And I'm just like, whatever, you know, we can laugh at that. I always feel like I'm see-through, which I, this day confirmed that I was see-through if I want to go there, but I also can make a joke about it at the same time. So I'm crossing the street. I would, I had gotten on the sidewalk because it was so narrow, the road that I was on. So I had gotten on the sidewalk so I could cross over and it was in between a neighborhood. So I see this man coming out of the neighborhood and there's a stop sign. So I'm like, okay, I got the right away here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go. I, I, I saw everything I saw and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. So I start crossing. I'm halfway through the crosswalk now. All of a sudden, my body collides with the car and I get thrown off my bike. My bike is crushed, by the way. I get thrown off my bike. I'm, I'm flying through the air. When I tell you that like time stops and your life flashes before your eyes, when people tell you that, it's true. Like literally, I went backwards and then forwards and I began praying through the air because I didn't know anything else to do. And I just, and I, I also was not wearing a helmet cause I'm smart and I was not wearing a helmet. So I'm like, I'm potentially about to die right now. And all I'm going to pray for right now is that I don't hit my head. I'm like, if I don't hit my head, I feel like I have a chance to make it. So I was praying as I'm flying through the air. I had like probably like 0.5 seconds. Don't hit your head. So I brace the car, I brace the hood of the car with my, my right hand, I tear my right wrist and I roll off the hood of the car into the middle of the street. My entire body is like, specifically my legs are all cut up in like gushing blood. I'm convulsing at this point, like my, cause it, my body's going into shock. So I'm convulsing. I'm lying in the middle of the street and I'm about to get hit by another car. There's an, n- more cars coming. There's 
Like I, I flew into the street basically. And so I see these cars coming. I can't move. My legs are completely gashed open. All of a sudden this, like I, when I, I'm not joking, this really did happen. This man pops out of the bushes. I don't know where the fuck he came from. Uh, there was not like any like workers there. Like there was nobody working on the like grass or the, the foliage or whatever the fuck was going on over there. Just pops out and he dra- he runs super fast, grabs me and drags me over to the grass so I don't get hit by this car. And he looks me in the eye and I like, it's like he wasn't there, but he was there because he fucking touched me but he like wasn't there at the same time and it's like I needed physical evidence to say this actually happened like I I like I can say that I was actually handed a card because I later had to give this card to my lawyer he handed me a card had his name and his phone number on it do not remember the name um and he just said if you need me that's it and I was like what the fuck does this mean and then he disappeared like literally just disappeared. He did not wait. You would think a person that's a witness, they're going to wait for the police so they could talk to the police, right? And and then also an ambulance to make sure that I was like going to make it in. There's like everyone stopped at this point, crowded around me. Obviously there's when some a physical body or someone gets into a, an accident, people, everyone stops, right? Everyone's calling the police and this person disappears. Um, or whatever they were. I don't, I honestly don't believe that it was a real person. I still don't believe that because um, what I'm about to tell you. So I had to go through four years of hell of surgeries, physical therapy, therapy, being poked, all of this shit that, and I, I'm calm determination. I hate being touched. I really do. I also have uh, my tonal residence is also touched. So it's like, I feel like the in, I, and I feel like you probably can relate to this, Leah. Like I feel the inside of somebody when they touch me. And so um, it was a very hellish four years. And I had to give that card to the lawyer because we needed to have him as a witness because I had to go through all this stuff. And the number didn't exist. It literally, like, just literally didn't exist. There was not, there was no, it just went, it said, it like, do, 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 do. This number does not exist. Blah, 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 blah. And that's all. And it's, it was a crazy time in my life. I went through hell figuring out what I need to do. I've shared this story numerous times. I just shared it recently on my stories. Um, but I feel like that, it, that really had to happen to me because I was going the wrong way. And I feel like as a defined G center, there's a specific path that we're on this life, like that we're supposed to take that, that we just feel it's like there's this little string that's pulling us along. I don't know if you feel this way, Leah, but it's mm-hmm. like there's this little string that's like pulling us along. We don't always know where we're going, but we trust it. We trust that that string that's pulling us. And I knew the moment that I transferred and I went off course and went into doing hair and makeup instead of like what I felt like when I was a child to be of service to people and help them. Cause I had gone through also trauma with my father I had an abusive father. So I went through a lot, like between age of zero and 30, I went through a lot of shit, like a lot of shit that most people don't have to deal with. I mean, most people don't almost die like that. So it's like a lot of things I had to go through, but I, it was 
for the, this moment right now to be doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Doing hair and makeup had me in innocence. And I felt that. Like I felt the shift that happened the moment that I left college and went into hair and makeup because I thought it was going to be easier, but it actually was harder. But it was bringing me back to like all of my love gates, like take traveling through them, like love of the body. Like I had to learn how to love almost like I have like tremors that happen. I've shared them um, a few times on my Instagram that happened in my body. Um, and also like I've gone through body struggles with my weight. So I've gone through like every possible, I feel like physical struggle, especially because my 46 is in third, third line, like every physical struggle I've had to go through. And then I had, it had to come back to love of self with this whole, like finding, like still being in, it's like learning how to be in the love and have acceptance. Like, I feel like that's what vessel of loves are really here to do is to learn about acceptance of all of these places, acceptance of the physical body, acceptance of universal love that we're in this total existence together, like acceptance of humanity and the, the good, the bad and ugly that comes with it, but it's all love. Even, even the quote unquote, you would say bad people in humanity or whatever, there's, there's a bigger purpose as to why they had to do that for love, for the collective, to move the collective forward. Like what's happening right now with Roe versus Wade, like as, as heartbreaking. Like when I talk about that, this is, this really tearing me up. I haven't shared too much about this on my social media, but it's tearing me up inside for, for people to not have body autonomy, especially as a, a vessel of love. Like, I don't, I don't know how you feel, but I, I like, I'm, I'm just like, what can I do? Like as a person, I asked this actually to one of my manifestor friends, that's a five one. Of course I asked the five one. I'm like, what do I do? Tell me like helps help. How do I save people? You know, right. Your fifth line. Um, And she's like, you have to just keep empowering people. That's what you're here to do. Yeah, exactly. And so I feel like the story has really empowered other people. And that's what I feel like when these huge moments happened to us, but one thing that I've really learned this, this, this last week was that if you can live to tell your story, that story needs to be told. And, and that's because I, 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 I question a lot when I tell this story because it's kind of dark and it's kind of sounds crazy. It's, it's very like gate 43 for me. Cause I don't have the 23, but it's like, I'm trying, like, it's like, I'm able like to express it through that 43, like connecting to the 23 and I'm connecting to your 23 right now. I'm connecting to the mm-hmm. 23 and the transits right now. It's a crazy story. And, but it happened. I like, I don't, I don't like, I, and I am grateful for it to have happened. Cause it humbled me. Like I look down at my wrist every day and I see that scar from my wrist surgery and I, my hand sometimes shakes and it humbles me because I, I know the beauty of what it actually means to be alive and to be in the physical form. So that's a nutshell version of what I've learned. 
I feel like that's a powerful story to tell, to be on this side of it and recognize, like, you know, that's not where you were supposed to be headed and what it feels like to know what your spleen says, even if you didn't have any idea what human design was, like those mm-hmm. little hits of like, oh, I should have listened in that moment to that thing. That's, you know, it's a really, when you can pair it, we, not really pair it, but like identify a lot of things that happen through the lens of human design. And when that kind of pivoted for you and then all of the sequencing of events that happened after the fact, you know, like your story now after that happened, you probably you would have never found any of these things. No. You wouldn't be here now to no. to share what you're learned, what you've learned, and you wouldn't have gone to the Kabbalah Center. Like you wouldn't have done all no. of those things. Had I would you... have stayed in Innocence. Yeah, I would move to New York. I would. I was already yeah. starting a career there because I had connections there, and I was looking to start doing like runway shows and stuff. And like I just had. I always have big aspirations, but it was somebody else's dream. Like, I feel like it was honestly more of my mom's dream. Like she wished that she always could have been more creative. Yeah. And I feel like I tried to live that out for her. That's one thing that I learned during the pandemic. And she saw you were good at it too. So it's like encouraged. I'm getting attention. Yes. I'm getting, I got so much open throat attention. Yeah. Yeah. For my my hair and makeup skills and like people always for whatever reason love my hair I even met somebody recently that I have become friends with and she's just like like I my hair looks like the way it is now and I'm she's like you have the most beautiful hair and I was like I do and I'm just like and like people have and like that used to be like you would make my day if you told me <laughs> that my hair and makeup was on point or that I had like I'm beautiful in whatever way I'd be like oh, my, my you just stroked my defined heart <laughs> and my open throat feels like really seen and <laughs> but now this is how I know that it was so incorrect for me like now when I hear these these compliments they're like they're just like open like they don't fill me up like I'm just like oh thank you like it's I appreciate it Uh, I mean who doesn't appreciate a compliment I mean I guess people I gotten better I used to push them away I used to push away compliments yeah now I'm just like oh thank you um I'll take it but I it used to like I used to like live on it for a while if that makes Mm -hmm. sense and now I'm just like oh thank you that's cool like I don't I'd rather you tell me how much I've made an impact on you my desire and motivation Cause that's innocent right. when you tell me that I look beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, thanks. Perfect. Six line. Here <laughs> I am. <laughs> but I want you to tell me how I have changed your life. That's what I, when people DM me stuff like that, that's my desire. Like that's when they see me in the desire, I'm like, okay, I can feel it. You know, when people see you in your guilt, like you can, it, it's, it's the sensation that happens in your body. You're like, oh, you actually see me, right? Because this is your motivation is how other people see your view, right? Your perspective right. yeah, and what you bring to the table. And so when people see what I bring to the table, I'm like, oh, this is, this is what it actually feels like. All those mm-hmm. other open, like handed compliments that just were empty to me. They were yeah. just empty compliments. And I still love them, but not, it, it, it just goes very quickly now before I used to hold on to it. 
because that's all I had to hold on to. Yeah. I feel like like as a projector, it's sort of similar because mm-hmm. I'm like the recognition feels genuine now. Like people truly do recognize me for who I am and what I can do and what I've been doing rather than what I was doing before and just didn't feel fully in it, you know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved what I was doing when I was doing it when I was in network marketing and stuff, but it was not fulfilling in no. its entirety and there were a lot of a lot of times where I was like I don't know why I'm doing this but I couldn't yes. let go of it yeah yes. so I like my my pivotal moments. moment I think which it wasn't as traumatic as yours is my shoulder injury mm-hmm. like what was it was it almost two years ago one year ago I don't remember but I was like just barely hanging on to what I was doing um, and I was like, I can't let go. I don't want to, I got to do something else, but you know, I found human design and I really like this and I don't know how to pair it with what I'm doing so I can love them both. But really I needed to let go of that. And when I injured my shoulder, it was like, okay, you got to stop. Like literally have to stop doing that. And well, it's like you had, like, we both have gate 60. It's like right. there had to be a roadblock that had to be placed in our way to say, mm-hmm. this isn't for you. This isn't actually for you. Yeah. And it, it allowed you to actually recognize that maybe there's something off here. Like if yeah. your physical body, if you start having physical situations, like I had to physically get hit with the car, you had to physically do injure your shoulder basically for the universe to be, again, because the universe defined G's you weren't on the right path. It's like, listen, I, I'm going to put something in your way. And I know it's going to have to be physical because you're not going to listen. You're also defined. Yeah, heart. You're, you're not, not going to listen. listen. You're defined, G, defined heart. You're like, I'm fixed in this, this identity, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I can power through. Mm-hmm. I can go through the struggle. I, I got 20, I gate 28. I I'm going gate 28. It's like, I'm going through the struggle. This is purple <laughs> that there's no purpose in this struggle, I can feel it, right? I can feel there's no purpose in this struggle. Life is purposelessness, right? <laughs> yeah. And, but I'm going to keep doing it because I don't actually understand what actual real struggle, what's worth. I don't understand the other side of it, the pressure of what's right. worth fighting for, right? right? We don't understand that. Yeah. Now that I have clarity around that hanging gate 28, that Pluto, that's really like transformation, which Pluto is also ruler of Scorpio, by the way. So like it's interesting that we're having this conversation right now, but it's like, we both have this because it's a generational planet. So we were both born around the same time. So we have it in our, in our designs. And I feel like that 28 is really like, listen, you're going to go through some like struggly stuff and it's going to feel like there's no purpose, but I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to meet, you're going to meet the other side of it. It's Mm -hmm. not going to come immediately it's going to come when the somehow you're going to meet that 38 I actually have had a few 38s in my life and especially around this time it's like when I meet somebody that has the 38 my like my my son my youngest son Otis he has a 38 I had to go through a whole struggle when he was born yeah he ended up in the PICU because he stopped breathing which is really interesting because he has gate 22 which is connected to the breath that's a whole nother. I told people that I would do a podcast episode on that and I haven't done it yet. But if you guys are interested, I have really, I also have really interesting stories on both my boys' births related to human design. Like I've already connected 
you obviously know I've already connected every piece to that. Um, they're also part of my incarnation cross. I I had a Libra on purpose because I knew that I had, if I was going to enter my North node or enter it correctly or move towards it, if I could like move it a little bit, you don't really reach it until, you know, after your Chiron return or whatever, but I'm like, let's establish this direction. I'm like, I'm having a Libra because he is in my (laughs) unconscious son. (laughs) So I had a Libra on purpose and my North node in Taurus is in my fourth house of the family. It's like on the cusp actually between my fourth and fifth, but I feel there's definitely both sides to it, but I really, because Milo also, he's a cancer and cancer is ruled by the fourth house. There's a deep intertwined connection between me and my boys and that they were, they're, they're really here to show me the harmony and the balance between work and home. Yeah. That's what I'm really here to learn this life. And it was actually, and the reason why I feel deeply connected to the fourth house of it is because when I was little, I made a defined heart promise to myself that I would always be available for my children. I had this, there was like this wounding that happened because my mother had to be the breadwinner because my father was a deadbeat. And I was like, my mom's never available. And I I was like, this is, I feel like she's supposed to be here. Like there's something inside of me that's like, she's supposed to be available and she can never be available. And when she was available, she was exhausted because she had been working. Yeah. Running and taking me and my brother everywhere. So I'm just like, I'm going to make it a mission that I will, when I have children, because I knew this was a part of my life path before I even knew it was a part of my life path, that I would be there for them. And I was like, I'm going to figure out how to work and still be available for my voice. And here we are. I'm, I'm literally doing it now. So it's like, I'm, I'm walking towards it. I know I won't fully see the fullness of it for quite some time, but yeah, I feel like I'm at least walking in that direction now. How about you? Since we're speaking of the nodes, since we are the nodes of the nodes that are happening right now, how do how do you feel with your I don't know that's like a good question I feel like I might need to like think on it a little bit but I feel like right now I'm just allowing myself to set boundaries like saying Mm -hmm. yes and no to things and not like I have a cleaning business on the side and I've had a lot of people refer people to me they're like this is my cleaner like she's amazing she you know she does this and they I get these you know invitations all the time from people saying you know do you come here do you come to this city do you go here and as much as I would love to say yes and like take all these clients and yeah, do all this stuff hearts like I can fucking do yeah. it just let oh my, just let yes. her rip I'll do let's it let's go but I can't and I know I can't and first of all I'm not driving all over the globe because no. it's too expensive second I feel like I would have to charge more which I totally could it would be fine but, but the physical also, part the physical part is it's exhausting and both my husband and I had talked about me doing like deep cleanings for people and I just did one last week and it took me nine hours it took me two days oh, wow. and I got to I it took me three days to recover I was like no I can't do you that. can't do those anymore and he was like no you yeah. can't do that and he's like I thought that would be cool because you make a bunch of money like blah blah, blah. Well, yeah and uh that's that great was money is survival, perfect right yeah. there but, but but that's you know you take you take your your body and yeah, you can't cool. physically do it. I it was not it was not comfortable. And I 
was satisfied with how it looked after. I'm like, that was really great. Like I know That's I did a great app. job. No. But I don't I can't do a bunch of those. Um so that was something your that I learned. I know, know my limitations. Your limitations gate and gate you know I and we have like summer coming up so like I have the kids home like it was just like this whole you know thing where I'm like I just have to keep saying no to people and come back to me you know like if you do change if I change my mind or if the fall comes and I have more room and I am yeah. still doing things then come back to me you have my number um but I can't be doing I'm only one person and I'm not going to make a franchise and I'm not going to have employees no. I just I wanted to do it for a little extra money but not like to completely burn myself out. And right. You've already done that in other ways. I've so you learned. Yeah. And it's not, and I, I mean, if it is your calling, I don't, and for anyone that cleaning is their calling, some people like exceptional at it and it is part mm -hmm. of their calling. And I, I totally like, I know that that's not my calling. We need to have people that it is their calling. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but do you feel like cleaning is your calling? I really enjoy doing it. I feel like it's, if I don't, I like, it's okay, my external, but it's, but, but it's my external market yeah. and I feel really comfortable talking with people if I'm in their house and they're, they want to talk to that's me. That's a different, you didn't answer my question though. Do you, is this your calling? There's a no. difference. No, it's but, not my calling. Because we can do stuff for side work or whatever yeah. that we enjoy, right? Yeah. That is not what I asked you. I didn't yeah. ask you if you enjoyed it. Like, I, but I avoided answering the question really well, didn't I? You did, but I'm going to bring it back because I have an open throat. No, it's definitely it's definitely not my calling. I feel like I would like to do it for maybe the three people that I have for a little while. And, and then I might decide after a period of time if there's something that I want to do anymore. And then I just mm -hmm. will remember that, you know, I don't feel bad for having to move on because that's what right. people do. Right. I also have an unknown of my shoulder if I have to go back in for surgery or if this is going to go away. Like right. there's multiple, I'm already gearing my brain up for not letting, this is this is where I get hung up is letting people down. Mm. And that's, well, that's what- Well, that's heart. We're like, we, yeah. people need us, but people yeah. need us. And, and I that's have how, them scheduled and like, you know, they, but they're, 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 they're counting on us. We've made this commitment fine. to them, but they'll be fine without me. That's yes. the thing. Like in what I'm doing, they'll be fine without me. They will yeah. find somebody else. I'm replaceable. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Or the few clients from back in Florida that have already texted me since I've moved here that have yeah. literally said, I still have not gone to anybody else or I <laughs> went to somebody and it was awful. And you're the only one that actually took care of my hair yeah. and loved me the way that like I needed it. I was like, and this hair is so personal. It this is, is my it transferred really is. view. It was mm -hmm. so personal for people that I took on that story Yeah, for me. And it feels very personal for me because it's my artistic work. And I do take a lot of pride in my artwork whether it's physically, or I also paint and draw. And so it was, it was such a personal thing for me mm -hmm. that I realized that it's, I don't, I'm not in power view when I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm like helping people through their story almost, but not, or like overemphasizing it or, or whatever in some way, or, but it, it was, and it felt, it's almost like if, the person didn't like my work, I would lo like lose it. I never really had that happen, but it was always like in the back of my mind, like, mm -hmm. what if yeah. this is going to be the time yeah. I, I was just naturally skilled just, and I, 
And that doesn't always mean though, that it's meant to be shared in that way. Mm -hmm. That's what I learned. Sometimes it's just for you. I really enjoy doing my own hair and makeup. And I love the expression because I have an open throat. Like I love, like people would think that I have an open undefined G possibly with the way I've, I changed my appearance a lot and all this stuff. It's, it's my open throat. It's not my G center. I it's, it's the way it, it, it literally gives me life creation. It's creation for me when I do that. Um, so I like being able to put on different expressions. Yeah. But I don't really want to do it for other people. Whenever I would have to go and do like a big job or whatever, I would have a big like book for that day. There would be frustration because I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to deal with anyone's like emotions. There's a lot of emotions that come up for people when they're getting their hair and makeup done. Mm -hmm. I had, I, and I used to do weddings also, especially towards the end. And there was one wedding that I did where it didn't happen with me, but it happened with the, the friend that I was working with. We were doing a wedding together and she was doing the bride and the bride had a feeling she is an emotional and she was going through this low. It did not matter how beautiful my friend was making her. She like, she looked great. There was literally nothing wrong with the makeup. She tore my friend apart. Oh man! I literally had to pull her in a corner I had to talk her up. So I'm, I'm, I'm like inflating her, her heart. Yeah. Uh, she was a manifest. She's a manifesting generator with the 4323 and I'm um, trying to, I don't think she, I, I don't know if she had a defined heart or not. I don't think she did. Um, but and then I had to go talk to the bride. I had to be the mediator <laughs> because she was starting to say that she didn't want her to do her, her makeup. I said, listen, I went up to her, my defined heart my vessel of love. It's like, listen, Jenny does great work. You look phenomenal right now. Like she, you need to let her, I was like, do us a favor, let her finish. I was like, just let her finish right now. We're in the middle of a, when you're in the middle of a look, you can't really see the end result. I was like, just let her finish it and then tell us how you feel. Or why don't tell what, do you not want her to do? Tell her that right now so that she doesn't do that and what you actually enjoy. And my sacral came in and I'm like, and so that she can do that and we'll let that be the focus. But just wait till the end. Let her get to the end before you tell her that it's shit. Right. Okay? Can, we, <laughs> can we try that? And she's like, okay. And she calmed down. Um, and then it was fine. But she had to go through that wave mm-hmm. because it was an, I mean, getting married is an emotional time. Mm-hmm. So, but what's better than to have a vessel of love helping right. with the, you know, helping with yeah. the wedding. There was like, there was a lot of positive aspects at the end there of the way I did live out my design through that. Like that was the most correct. I felt like doing those weddings because I would just I would get recognized for my skills and people would just ask me like mm-hmm. through referral and through, I had a few different uh, ways that I, people could find me um, and working with other people. And so that was the most correct for me. Cause I didn't actually have to go and look for anything. But init- and there was no initiating there at yeah. the end. Yeah. So it's always the best, but I still 
would rather not. I could, I have stories for days on weddings. Yeah. But anyways, so that's, that's what's happening with us friends. I hope you enjoyed those stories and think of what, you know, we're going to go through what's going on this week. And obviously we're going to start with the full moon that's happening today, or if you're listening to this and more in the future than it already happened. Uh, don't know when you're listening to this. So it's either ha- it's happening or it's happened, but either way. So as you're listening to this, just allow yourself to see what are you clearing right now? Scorpio, you know, they don't, they don't leave any stone unturned. All the stones are getting <laughs> lifted this time. Ah, oh, the carpet is getting wrote like you're gonna write raise it in the air and you're gonna shake it out and like everything's gonna come falling out this week but sometimes there's dead weight you're carrying dead weight around with you and this week is gonna help you release it so let's talk about it so monday we've got the full moon okay so This is going to be a total lunar eclipse and it's happening in Scorpio, obviously, as we've just been talking about. And so Scorpio is a fixed water sign. So anything when you hear fixed, when it comes to, you know, the astrological signs, um, it's referring to that. It's, it's got, it's almost got one rhythm. It's a little, a little fixed. People are a little more stubborn. Like look at Leah, for example, (laughs) (laughs) she's an Aquarius 100% accurate (laughs) (laughs) so you know they're a little fixed signs a little more stubborn so that there might be a little hesitation what's what this is saying is there might be a little hesitation this week to move okay move through some stuff but it's okay it's water and water is fluid so it's almost like there's a few little rocks in the way that you need to just like open up the dam and just let the water works out Okay. So Scorpio represents, uh, power, sex, intuition, and depth. And this full moon will be about shedding that scorpion skin, the suit that no longer fits. Okay. Whatever that outfit is. And then it's about death, not hopefully not actual death, but like death of the ego, death of the identity, death of a part of you that it's time to release. And then you're going to rise into the Phoenix that you were born into. Okay. Or here to become. So this total lunar eclipse will be about releasing old ways of power, which is very interesting. Again, that I just brought up Roe versus Wade. There's a whole, I want to potentially, I say this potentially because I'm like, I can probably talk about this for days, but the correlation and the connection between this eclipse, this full moon and uh, the Pluto return and how that's related to Roe versus Wade, it's all connected. Um, and so I'll, I'll be curious. I'm just going to say this now. I'll be very curious and a little, I have a little fear around it, but I'm trying to just like allow surrender to whatever is about to happen, but there's a little fear on what, cause this is Scorpio is about power. So it's like, there's going to be a, a power struggle that I think is going to happen. And it's, but it's what it's going to do is no matter what happens is it's going to wake us up. It, it, it's going to be rocky most likely, but it's going to wake us up. And hopefully within that shakeup, it's going to move the collective forward. And we have to see right now through Scorpio, 
the foundation of America? What is the foundation of America? What have we been built upon? And it's all about ego and power. And I take this and this is mine. And you like, these are the rules and here's the hierarchy. And it's all built on misogyny. And there's, I'm sorry that I'm going through a whole thing right now, but it's, this is stuff that's going to come up. This is, this is what's going to be coming up for from now through the end of the year, really. But there will probably be some sort of shakeup along the lines of this. So I'm just, I, I mean, I don't, I don't obviously know, but a lot of signs point to it. So there's going to be a power struggle. Okay. So it's about old ways. You try to use your internal power that never really served you and continuing to shed layers of old stories you used to tell yourself, which is really interesting because like this whole last week, I feel like we've been with, especially with Mercury retrograde. I, I also wrote this for our forecast for our year forecast. And when I read it, I was like, well, all of this stuff is happening right now. So all these old stories that we have been telling us, and it's about releasing past patterns and learning from our history. I, I literally wrote this like with seeing all this stuff in mind and it's all coming up right now, right? Our, we're meeting our past. We are literally meeting our past. So it's about releasing these past patterns and learning from our history to propel us forward to speak through our inner truth. And fuck, people are going to be coming out. People are not going to sit. If you tell someone you're, I'm going to take away your power. You tell a woman, I'm going to take away your power. This is, we're going into a more feminine time. We're going in, we're 2027. It's going to bring us into receptivity. Okay. This is a slower, more feminine energy. And it doesn't, I don't mean like the real masculine and feminine, but it's like this fluid flow that we're, that we're going to be going into. And it will, there will not be power struggle for this next direction, for this next theme. We are leaving the racks of planning and we're entering into the sleeping Phoenix. And the sleeping Phoenix is all about the individual and the individual has the rights over their body, has the rights over their life, has the rights to be an individual. So it's, we're being, it's being shattered right now. Like if people really understood what the program, and the reason why we call this the program is because we are being programmed through the matrix. We are going through different programs, programs each week, each month, each year. Like there's cycles that we're going through. And most people don't understand that this is the background frequency of our human existence, of our minds. So allow yourself right now to like really capture your power and start speaking your inner truth with this full moon um, eclipse. So the question that we, we need to, that we asked ourselves last week, that's going to be running into this week and, and a theme of the full moon is what is fueling you right now? Because this energy being expressed during this full moon is what is powering your vehicle. So what really moves you? What is the reason why you are here? Where do you need to relinquish power right now and surrender to a bigger purpose? Also, like we don't, 
often do that. We, we, we try to make shit happen or we try to like do things that are against what we're actually here to do. So this is a clearing away of what is no longer working. There is a dynamic of power struggle here. Like, as I just said, we can see, like I said, with the Roe versus Wade and the Pluto return and the Scorpio release with the lunar eclipse is pushing us to face our higher principles. If you can do maybe a burning ceremony during the full moon, we're going to put this out early. So you will be able to hear this early. So you can, honestly, you can do it throughout the week. It's the eclipse is going to be running throughout the week. So even if you can't do it on this day, pick a day during this week, do maybe a little burning ceremony with this one and with a focus being based around honesty. Okay. Like really get honest with yourself. This is the theme of this week, honesty on what truly holds us together. Isn't that interesting? The way to transcend this full moon eclipse is sharing. We don't really know what the act of sharing is. Sharing is when you fill up your cup first and it is so full that it needs to overflow into another. The whole point of you filling up your cup is the act of sharing. If we all allowed ourselves to be abundant and share that abundance with another, then we could all be abundant together. So really focus on the act of sharing this week to share your honest truth and accept our limitations as well. Limitations are mere illusions that I believe we are here to overcome. The first step is acceptance. So sit with the act of sharing this week as it will be a part of our focus and what the full moon is here to release as well. So it's all about, um, also grounding us in this understanding of what is fueling your vehicle. Again, going back to that, make this a journal question. What is fueling your vehicle? So this might actually be a question you're going to ask yourself during this time, whether you want to journal on it, speak it to yourself in a mirror, tell it to a friend. If you're like a G-Center authority <laughs> or mental projector, <laughs> you know, get curated to yourself. Um, so what am I trying to relate or let go of right now that no longer fuels my being? So it's like, first question is what fuels my being? And then what do I, what is no longer fueling me? And so you can really see both sides of it, right? Like, uh, Mercury retrograde in Gemini right now is saying, what are both sides of this coin? All right. So have I been experiencing new thoughts or sensations around what actually fuels me? Look back to this last week and see if you can remember any visions you might have had or breakthroughs uh, or epiphanies and see if it's pointing you in a direction of what fuels you. We also have a little jetpack happening on the full moon, also a little while after that, on pushing our vehicle towards our next big steps with the heart and the G-Center pairing up during this full moon. So really helping you figure, figure out what you need to communicate might be a little shocking Again, I told you we got the 2551 for this. So what's shocking or even energizing, but necessary to expand your dreams into a reality. I mean, full moons are here to shake us up. And with the channel of initiation, pushing us to move towards a bigger love than ourselves, there could be some shock or even excitement. Excitement's also shock, right? So along the way, so noodle on that Saturday, we have a new focus. Okay. So right after, uh, we, we go through all this stuff Saturday, we're going to gain a new focus and it's supposed to be 
Um, also a very powerful day that I'll get to in a moment, but let's share about the focus. So this is about the full channel of charisma is going to be happening in the sun and the earth for this new program. This is about expressing our power in the now. Our focus will be on our expression and our truth in the now. What are you feeling the desire to express? And we are being grounded in our power. How does your internal power help create this 3D world? What are your convictions and how do they fuel you? Might be a question for the end of the week. Now, getting to what the power of this day is going to be. So this is on the 21st, May 21st. I just want to preface that so that you know what I'm talking about. So May 21st, there's going to be, some of you may never heard this word before, but I'm going to tell it to you, a Kazemi. Okay. I don't know if I'm saying this word right, but a Kazemi, Kazami, Kazemi. I don't know. You know, (laughs) K-Z-I-M-I happening with the Mercury retrograde with Mercury on this day. And it's a potential chance to create magic. And you might have a huge potential breakthrough also on this day. So keep all of this in mind and allow yourself to be the witness of, of what's trying to come through. There's going to be something coming through on the 21st and a Kazemi probably not saying this word right, but it's okay. Someone can correct me if they want. Where's gate 18? Um, so a Kazemi is when a planet is in the heart of the sun. So this looks like with Mercury being in the heart of the sun, um, that there could be a, a focus shining on our truest expression on this day really pushing us to almost like see, see something maybe that we're missing might come up on this day, a conversation that might move something through you. Just, just observe, just observe on the 21st, see what comes up, but there, you might have um, some positive aspects through whatever potential darkness you've released through the full moon. And that's pretty much the, the week. So we got a bunch of hard activity happening, lots of G-Center. I mean, the G-Center has been fucking active, right? She's been like, listen, I'm taking you guys on a ride. We're all going somewhere different. No, you can't bring the past with you, sillies. No. Oh, you're going to try to do it? Oh, you guys are, we're going to go for a ride then. So here we are. Here we are. And that's, that's, that's just, you know, just a few things happening this week. Not too much. No big deal. No big deal at all. We got it. I mean, I feel like there's, that's like the good thing about having these updates, like these transit updates is like now we have some awareness, like background music. So we can have the awareness Mm -hmm. that there's, that's playing out. And then we can look around at life and be like, oh, okay. That's that's where that played out. I think it gives you a little sense of security. Oh, well, I can only speak, I guess I can only speak for myself. Um, it gives me a little bit of a sense of security mm-hmm. and a foundation because I'm a one three. So I, mm-hmm. I I like to prepare. I'm a and I also rising Capricorn. Like I'm like, <laughs> how much can I prepare? I prepared my births. I I literally had a Libra on purpose. How crazy <laughs> is that? So I'm all about prep. Um, and so I, I want to make sure that you guys are prepared because when you know, have an idea, obviously we don't really know, right. This is all potentials 
Right. All of the, tra- all the transits are friends are potentials yeah. of what could be. And you're, you, depending how it hits your chart, I would definitely say, look to see during this full moon, um, where Scorpio is placed in your chart, what, what planets are ruling Scorpio, what house is ruling Scorpio. Um, and if you can figure out also, like, I'd look to see what gates you have happening in Mercury, your moon, and 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 just kind of see what the story is. There's always a little story playing out for you. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of look at those places together, you'll be able to see, hey, I can say for myself, listen, you got Scorpio and Mars, you got Scorpio in the South Node. Do I have Scorpio anywhere else? I can't remember off the top of my head now because we're in Mercury retrograde and who knows what I'm thinking. <laughs> but this is telling me that I'm really going to try with Mars and Scorpio and South Zone. I'm really going to try to push through during this full moon, a lot of places that have limited my power, places that have limited my identity and, and, and allowing the past path in the past to be cleared so that I can create movement. We, we are having our, um, another, uh, the next, actually, never mind. I won't, we won't go there because we'll be here all day. Um, never mind. But, you know, just allow yourself to see where is this hitting my chart? Because that's your personal story. Okay. We're taught, right. I'm just telling you guys the collective of what that probably is going to look like. Right. And what the theme and the background music is going to be for you with this, but there's mm-hmm. specific details happening in your human design and also your astrology chart if you want to look there so what are the cards telling us for this moment well so i'm gonna pull three well i felt like i wanted to pull an extra one for this just because there's so much going on so the first one i'm gonna pull is from the tarot deck and it's just gonna be like a general I don't know if I ever say this, like it's just general for anybody who needs to hear it. You can take it with you. Um, I've, we have a lot of feedback that says, you know, they could, that they resonated with like one specific card. So I don't feel like it has to be every single time and maybe it just doesn't and that's okay. Um, but the Oracle cards for sure and like the affirmations and stuff, I feel like you can re-listen to it or write it down on a sticky note or something and, and remind yourself again. So, for the tarot, I got the King of Cups. Oops. Oh, look, and my ring light looks really nice right here. And so the the King of Cups is um, there's a there's a bunch of movement going on. There's f- the fish. There's a lot of fish on here. There's water, and his throat and his uh, robe is blue, which for me is a lot of water movement. And I feel like this is also because he's he's got a he's got like this look about him too that's sort of uh, I don't the kings are sort of like romantic and they're also powerful and they also have a lot of um, strength behind them too and with his position of having the cup and he also has like this little staff with the cup on it in his hand he's really uh 
Gosh, it's sort of like he's trying to show you strength. He's trying to show you that you can have strength. And he also has like a red cloak on him. And red is usually about power and strength as well. Um, and um, I feel like this this is just really telling you to show up for yourself, to show up in your true strength and your true power and whatever that looks like for you and to stand up for yourself and to stand up for whoever needs that, that, um, you know, someone to be behind them, someone to back them up, which I feel like is pretty accurate for the time right now. Okay. So the next I'm going to do is the Rebecca Campbell and Oops. So this one's um, Oracle cards. And the next one we're going to do, the last one, is the Soul's Journey, which is, I'll show everybody on YouTube, this is what it looks like here. Um, and this one is sort of like a guide, a guided kind of deal. It's sort of the same thing. So I'll do this one first. Very tingly today. Ooh, transformation. This one's pretty. And also very accurate for this time. <laughs> um, okay, so transformation. Things are changing at a cellular level. And okay, so things are changing at a cellular level. You are not who you were a year ago or who you will soon be. You are in between, emerging, half risen, half fallen. Keep doing the work. You are transforming. You will look back at this time with awe. So much is happening in your inner world with your, within your cells. It's time to release old ways of being that have kept you in the fight, flight, or freeze mode. To choose a new way of being where there is trauma, where trauma is not the driving force. Also very accurate right now. Old childhood patterns are rising up to be healed. As you allow yourself to observe them and feel them without any attachment, they loosen their grip and they fall away. If you are being called to find new ways, you are being called to find new ways to self-soothe. Saturn and the Black Madonna and the African goddess Oshun influence this card. Saturn represents destruction and transformation. The Black Madonna represents the underground and all that has been cast aside. An ocean, I'm probably saying that wrong and I apologize, represents the tender love of the original mother. A rethreading is happening, healing at the deepest of levels. Where you are in this phase, don't put yourself under pressure to perform. You may need to review your relationships with your body, perhaps even shifting your diet or exercise reg regimen, or getting energetic healing support. You may also need to consider getting some kind of emotional support as an issue from your childhood may come up to be healed. And remember, you are deeply loved. So an activation for this card, you can repeat to yourself or write it down on a sticky note. I allow myself to receive the deepest healing and transformation for change to happen at a cellular level. And I just have to pause and say, I have chills all over my entire body after reading that whole thing. Okay. Last one. I feel like these have all just been extremely, extremely accurate so far. Quick shuffle. Okay. And this one's called Envy. And it says, I am the same as everybody, but with different challenges. So someone may need this also. It's kind of short. 
You must learn to accept that the obstacles in your life have been chosen by you. To be jealous of the path of another is to doubt your ability to judge what is best for you. It is human nature to covet the perceived luxuries of someone in a different journey, but to try and emulate him or her is not being true to your own guidance. You have chosen this life and these circumstances for a reason. By disregarding that and following in the footsteps of another, you are only setting yourself up for confusion and disappointment. You never really know what is going on in another person's life and what personal challenges he or she may face, so to be envious is a fool's game. Be authentic to your inner voice because only you know what is in your best interest, and if you don't follow your own path, you will have to reincarnate in an attempt to learn your original lessons again. Oh, that's... Also, really, Scorpio to reincarnate past lives. Very, uh, all very... of those were very transformation. Pull the card, transformation. Scorpio is all. That's like this. If you if you don't get anything about what Scorpio is, <laughs> we're transformation. Transformation. Like, that's yeah. These are all wow. very accurate. Super accurate. Amazing. Well, I hope that's helpful for everybody. Yeah, and if if you found this helpful, share it with a friend. Share it with family member. Yeah. Um, I have people actually that. I, I know personally in my life or people that DM me or like, cause people know that I love transits and they'll ask me what, yeah, everyone always is like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and so I just send them the podcast. I yeah, stopped is... answering and I'm like, it's all right here. <laughs> yeah. So if you have anybody asking you questions like that, maybe send them the podcast. Or if you know someone that might be interested in this, or you know someone that's just getting into human design, just getting into astrology or like interested in transits, maybe not even interested in any, any of that at all, but maybe they're going through something maybe mm -hmm. this episode could help them with we got there's a lot of nuggets of wisdom for what's going on right now in the collective and also where we're going and headed and um we'll see you guys on the other side yeah we'll see ya all right bye friends have bye. a happy full moon and rest of your week Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as defined hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.